welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. Ha! That's really hard to say each time. You guys don't understand. With that, though, let's get grimy. Flora, Okay. tell me about your week. Tell me what you're drinking. Tell me what your cat's are doing and and what they've been doing my week has been awful and terrible just like last week (laughs) a continuation of the same i put lotion on my hands i'm drinking a small glass of water one cat is sleeping on the bed one is sleeping on the floor staring at me they probably will fight at some point in the next hour i can't wait to edit that out and that's life how's your day how's your week how's your cats how's your beverage Let's see, my Bev is good. I've also got a water. I was eating some hot tamales earlier, and that, like, really hit the spot. Okay, nice. Um, my cats are nowhere to be seen, which is concerning. And, oh, last night something crazy happened. I was uh, I was sitting on my couch, and I took a little night nap. You know how you do when you're not ready for bed, but then you just fall asleep on your couch, and you should have just gone to bed? Yeah. That's what happened to me. And then I woke up all disoriented, and I looked at the ground, and next to the floorboard, I was just looking at something, and I was like, what is that? Like a piece of cardboard? Is that a string? What is that? And as I looked at it and came into focus, I realized it was a tiny little gecko who was sitting in my living room next to my floorboard just looking at me. And I spent about two solid minutes just staring at him, and I was God. like becoming more and more <laughs> aware of my surroundings. And I look over, and both my cats are sleeping. I was going to say, how did neither of them just, like, eat him? Yes, that was my first thought. I was like, how did you even get in here? Um, But I I was sitting there, like, trying to figure out what to do with my stupid sleep-addled brain. And I was like, okay, the moment I get up, these cats are going to know something's up. So I got to do this in the most uninteresting way possible. So I just, like, casually sauntered out of the room. My other fear was that if I left, he would, like, scuttle somewhere and I'd never see him again. Mm. So I went in and grabbed a Tupperware and a lid, and I come back out. And I was like, all right, he's still here. I'm going to scoot him in. And so I go to do it, and he almost, like, takes off. And I shrieked. And both my cats were like, what's going on? And I was like, nothing. Everything's fine. Go back to sleep. And I scooped him into a little Tupperware, and then I yeeted him out the front door. <laughs> and then when I shut the door, I was like, you guys didn't even notice. I did, like, a whole victory dance. I was nice. so proud of myself. I felt like you it could have been truly awful. Yeah, but I think at the same time he came inside because maybe it was cold outside. <laughs> and I was like threw him and you yeeted him back where he didn't him, want to be yeah, back into the ice arena um sorry buddy but it was a better death than the one that you had in here so anyways that's my week what an exciting time wowie i know got lots of all lots of things happening for us um speaking of things happening for us we need to brag a little bit here because as you guys know we wrapped up our tattoo branding a man contest we very did exciting very weird and in case you haven't followed us on social media, I don't know why, but you should follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We announced that uh, Rhino won. Hooray! Thank you so much to everyone who donated. We ended up raising over, what was it, $1,200, right? Mm. That's insane. Know. That's <laughs> an insane. insane amount of money. You guys are insane. And so all of that is like kind of, you know, portioned out to whatever organization everyone donated to. Um, but there was a sizable chunk that went to all three organizations. So thanks yeah. everyone for participating, spreading close the, the word, all race. that jazz. Like all the way to the end, it was like really close. 
Yeah. Well, I think there was kind of like an upset there at the end, right? When Rhino took the lead. I think it came down to the wire. Yeah. Woo! Exciting stuff. So stay tuned. Hopefully we'll see the tattoo in question. I'm very excited to see it. I Me wonder, too. I wonder what design we're going to go for. I wonder if it's like which butt cheek it's going to be on. We don't even know the species of Rhino. Like no. it's all undecided at this point. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, so again, thank you everyone for who participated. Thank you everyone who spread the word and donated. It was amazing. That's Correct. that. <laughs> I think we also got some fun mail, right? We did. We had the P.O. Box checked this week, and we had a little package from M. Thank you so much, M. Um, you sent, like, a coaster that you handcrafted. <gasps> I think it's crochet. I don't know, because I'm not a crafty bitch. Uh-huh. But... Um, it's a Venice, my son. <laughs> you Your crafted son. a coaster of my son. If you're listening and you don't know who my son is, maybe you should join the Discord. Because mm-hmm. I have a son, his name's Venice, and I would die for him. And M was like, oh, I hope it comes, like, I hope you guys check it before, like, the joke's not funny anymore. But, like, it's my son, M. Like, he's gonna be with us a long time, so. He's always gonna be the butt of the joke. I <laughs> yeah. can't wait. Like, Venice will never die unless right. I die, because we are one. Soul bonded. <laughs> Soul bonded with my son. So thank you so much. That's, like, the most delightful thing. I can't wait to see it in person and, like, have this adorable Venice coaster. That's so cute. I love that. So cute. So thoughtful. Very thoughtful. And I like, no one has ever done anything for Venice before. So this is honestly like his first gift too. This is Venice's first thing. Yeah. I should get, (laughs) I'm like torn between like getting it framed when I get it or like actually using it as a coaster. Oh yeah. Cause I don't want to fuck it up. Baby's first craft. Baby's first coaster. (laughs) You know, that, baby's first coaster. A baby like, gift. It's like wedding gifts. How each year is like I don't know wood, and one year is like gold and whatever yes. the fuck. It's like year three, baby gets a coaster. Yeah. Mm-mm. Year four, baby gets an ice skate. Watch out. I mean, he's like six months old. Oh my god! Well, fast forward six months. <laughs> baby's coaster month. It's like all those like women that are like, my child is 33 months old. It's like, yes. get over yourself, Barbara. That's Venice. <laughs> I honestly don't really recall his age. I'm a bad mom, but he's, he's still alive. He's some age, I guess. <laughs> he is still alive. We saw him yeah. last night. That's good. All right. So this week, continuing with our spooky theme for October, we decided to go with a spooky animal and we decided to go with one of the losers of our tattoo contest since we Hell talked yeah. about the other two. And we haven't talked about yeah, this man. because I think I, I was a bonus episode, right? It was a bonus episode. That was our so drunk bonus episode. You gotta get on Patreon <laughs> if you want to learn about the skeleton key. And if you want to hear that mess. But this guy, I want everyone this week to to bust into your closet, whip out your old wetsuit, find your goggles and your scuba gear and your flippers, pull them all on, jump cool. into your bathtub, and turn this episode on because we're diving deep into the ocean, baby. Get Yay. wet. Get slippery. Yay. Get, get in it. Uh, we're yeah. talking about the sawfish. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. Yay. It is infectious. <laughs> oh, yay, everybody. Oh, yay. Alrighty. So the sawfish. Can I just say that oh. it's like International Sawfish Day today, I think. <gasps> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Can you even believe 
I don't know if that's what it's called. International Selfish Day, October 17th. Yeah, okay. It's, it's literally today. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. The planets have aligned. Uh, the Titans are about to be released from Hades, Hercules style, and here we are talking about the Sawfish on Sawfish Day. Like, and one of them will be just a fucking mega Sawfish. <laughs> I can't wait for him to be so powerful. Oh my god, this is excellent. Okay, I am renewed with vigor. The Sawfish <laughs> um, is also referred to as the Carpenter Shark. This is wild, because first off, this man Wasn't is Jesus actually... a Carpenter? <laughs> he was. Cute. Throw that man in the ocean. You got yourself an ocean Bible. You got yourself an ocean carpenter. <laughs> Wait, didn't yes. we already have talk about like an ocean Bible? This is we did. That was in Kraken. And there's actually the second time this has come up. Yes. Um. There's actually a few parallels that I'm gonna get to because like this man has been done dirty, just like the Kraken has. Again, if you guys want to listen to that, it was a bonus episode from previous months. So you gotta hit us up on Patreon.com/slash Keeper Chat. Yeah. Okay. So this man. Cartilaginous fish, sometimes referred to as a carpenter shark. He's not. He's not that, though. He's actually a ray. <laughs> so, like, get your story straight. Fuck. I'm confused. I know. But he's considered a large fish. He's within that family of rays. Um, he's sharks, also gates, and rays. He's also not to be confused with saw sharks, which is too close for comfort as far as the naming department goes, and swordfish, which, again, like, someone down there loves their knife based wet boys i just like oh, i know i don't just like you teach a man to fish and he's good for life you give a fish a weapon he is ocean jesus that's it that's that classic phrase i actually have it framed in crochet and it's, it's right right inside my well i do too that's what i i just read it off the wall because <laughs> oh, right. i also have that right same right. crocheted um you can find it all over etsy is what i'm saying yeah i mean everybody Everybody's got that down. Also, but also I think, like, you teach a man to fish. He gets obsessed with fish. You teach yeah. a man about knives. He gets obsessed with knives. He puts mm. the two together, and then you end up in the pickle that we're in now. Yeah. That's that's the lesser known <laughs> adage, but, like, it's still equally as valuable. But it hits. It still hits right. Yeah. It hits just right. That's the one I have in the bathroom. Okay. Uh, taxonomically speaking, we're in phylum chordata class chondrichthyes. Chondrichthyes. I love saying that. It's got to be my favorite class out there, hands Con- down. Some people Drick-thies. say math. Some people say recess. I say chondrichthyes. <laughs> that was a stupid joke. Okay, uh, we're in order rhinopristiformes. We're in family pristidae, and then we've mm. got two different genus. We've got anoxypristis. Okay. We've also got pristis. <laughs> cool whoa uh there are five recognized uh species and so there's only one anoxypristis and that's okay. anoxypristis cuspidata and this is the narrow cuspidata. sawfish yeah and then the rest of them are the pristis and so they're broken up into small tooth and large tooth there are three small tooth it's pristis clavata pristis pectinata pristis zeshron i think god oh. let's hope so uh, those are the dwarf, small tooth, and green sawfish, respectively. And then the large tooth, still within that same pristis, is pristis. Pristis! How many times am I going to say it? Um, I <laughs> have disassociated. <laughs> I felt myself, I, I feel like I just, like, spoke so long, I saw 80 years into the future. I'm even looking at, like, a list of their names, and, like, I was trying to follow you, and I was just like, <laughs> So the pristis pristis within the genus pristis is a Fuck. large tooth sawfish. 
Does anyone care about all these differentiations? I'm like, it's just like too many the words. Because like each word is two Mm -hmm. words. Like large tooth sawfish, large tooth, small tooth sawfish, knife tooth, dwarf. (laughs) green <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> are any of us surprised that people confuse them with saw sharks and swordfish they're like what the fuck is this thing i know it's got a pointy bit and i know it's in the ocean that's it yeah <laughs> like, i like, be close who... wait you said a saw shark is like a thing what is a that saw... yeah like? a saw shark is its own thing because like a swordfish he's got a sword like that's that's fair i see but, like, it though i see it it doesn't look shark. like it but like from just a name perspective, like if someone name drops, oh yeah, yeah, you might think it's him. I think that checks out. Saw shark. He's like a copycat, isn't he? He looks pretty close. Oh, I should mention too. Interesting. So the the uh, sawfish is in the super order Batoididae, which are the rays. Mm, of course. So that's how you know he's a ray. That's how you know. In case you're wondering, that's how you know. The scientific cool. name Pristis, which I've said now I think about 105 times, and yeah, I will take a not shot every time saying. you hear Pristis. <laughs> this is going to be a shot heavy Everyone's front half dead. of the episode. <laughs> People are going to hear. They're not even going to get to the reproduction because they're just going to be dead. Uh, that's derived from ancient Greek Pristis, sure, and Kay. it means saw. <laughs> wow. Would anyone have guessed? Not so me. it's like saw, saw, saw. <laughs> small two saw (laughs) it's just it's fucking moon moon all over uh, again (laughs) gorilla 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 this is just saw 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 in a different language i just some people have no chill you know and this is one of those cases i mean Um, i'd rather it be descriptive than just like john stoney or something oh yeah you know yeah that checks out you know i agree with that come on um, so these guys were long thought to be the sole living member of the order Pristiformes, but they were recently incorporated into Rhinopristiformes, uh, which is the order that they're currently in. And this mm. is the sawfish family, and this family also contains guitarfish, amazing, <laughs> wedgefish, and banjo rays. Okay, who is out here combining? <laughs> this is like a Mad Libs thing. Like someone's taking like object around the house fish plus fish (laughs) slapping those two together um so i just love that i just imagine the guitar fish has a big fucking guitar on his head and the banjo ray is the exact same is a banjo just a fucking banjo uh the sawfish does kind of resemble the guitar fish except Mm. they don't the guitar fish don't have a saw i mean right uh but it's thought the common ancestor was likely looked pretty similar to a guitar fish so they're thinking that it kind of like you know when that body shape is same when similar. that body rocks. Uh, when I'm he- looking at this sawfish, I'm mm-hmm. picturing a gharial ripping off his bottom jaw and stomping on his top jaw to flatten it out. Oh, and uh-huh. that's what its face looks like. Like when you put it in like a Ziploc bag, like when you're crushing up Oreos or bread, yeah, you just like crush, crush, and crush, you just kind of like flatten it. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. I just think that there's like always some kind of like drama with taxonomy. Like there's, it's just never cut and dry. It's never like this is what we it is. We can never sleep. We're done. Never rest. Because I think what happens is you always get these like crazy old men from three thousand years ago that live till the ripe old age of eighteen, and they're just like, "This is this thing," and no one can fight me. They on found us. They found like a single speck of like a yes. bone, or in this instance, not a bone, a tooth, <laughs> and they were just like, "This is." A mammal. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking mammal, and I will take it to my grave. And and then it's just like it just becomes a sea of constant corrections having to be yeah. done. It's it's outrageous. So, anyways, scientists never sleep. 
<laughs> they're, they can't. They just can't ever decide on anything. That's how you know that science isn't real. Uh, <laughs> I did find a very good quote when I was doing my research, and it said, The species-level taxonomy in the sawfish family has historically caused considerable confusion, considerable confusion, and was often described as chaotic. Chaotic. Perfection. Great. (laughs) That's a wrap. Done. That's it. I also agree with that. Alrighty. So I kind of went over the different, uh, the five different species that we're looking at. Mm. There are also several extinct species, but... If I went into that, this episode would be nine hours long. So just know that there are some extinct species. What's dead is dead. Like, let's move on. Let's move on. (laughs) We can't help him. (laughs) We can't. Yeah, we can't spend all this time on dead people. Good grief. All right. So what do they look like? Uh, So if you take take a fish and you put basically like a saw on its face, that's it. That's what it looks like. Chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like a chainsaw blade uh, on its face, kind of just like jutting straight out. Then that's pretty much what you've got. It kind of looks like mm. a little shark, but again, it's not a shark, it's a ray. Uh, color-wise, they're kind of a dull brown, gray, green, or yellow, all dull, but it varies. And they're, some of the darkest individuals can be close to like a black color. And then, of course, with pretty much all like ocean fish life, there's the underside is pale, typically mm. like a whitish color. Mm-hmm. And then that big old thing on their face. Uh, so they've got the most distinctive feature, which is the saw-like rostrum. Rostrum just meaning like the like nose, nose bit. bit. Uh, and it has whitish teeth, which are referred to as rostral teeth, on either side of it. So just like Flora oh, said, it kind of looks like a chainsaw with like spikes coming out where like the little like chainsaw whatever the fuck yeah. things would be. Uh <laughs> chainsaw teeth they call them teeth they do call them teeth (laughs) yes (laughs) am i the dumbest person in the room yes (laughs) we're in separate rooms we're both the dumbest people in our own room that we're in are you fucking kidding uh quick survey are we the dumbest people in our rooms uh yes and yes yes okay done (laughs) will that ever change no no (laughs) all right so the the rostrum itself is, uh, it's an extension of the skull, and it's made of cartilage, just like the rest of it. Right. And it's covered in skin. Uh, the rostrum length is usually, uh, that actual saw blade is around a quarter to about a fifth of the total length of the fish. But again, this can vary mm. with species, age, and sex. And um, let me pull up, actually, the size so you can get, kind of get a better idea of what that is. Uh, so they're considered very large. It depends on the species, of course, but... Uh, they can reach, pretty much all species can reach on average around six meters in length or 20 feet. <laughs> Excuse me? I didn't think it was that big. And then some reports have them being even longer. The maximum Ugh. average for the largest species is 7 to 7.6 meters, which is 23 to 25 feet in length. I'm sorry, what? I mean, and you're then, unstoppable. I mean, you have a knife, saw, chainsaw face. Yeah, and like, you're the length of, like, the short school bus. Okay. You can just live forever. You're done. Uh, the large ones weigh quite a bit, too. They weigh upwards of 500 to 600 kegs, which is 1,100 to around 1,300 pounds. Okay. It's like that Battle Royale movie. Did you ever watch that? I didn't. I get Well, scared. in the beginning. It's a, <laughs> that's okay. It's a bunch of kids, and they all get, like, a weapon. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like one. It's like Hunger Games, but better. Right? That's came, what I keep it, hearing. It existed before Hunger Games. Like, I've heard that, like, a hundred um, times. They have to kill each other, and they all get, like, okay, just don't come at me. I haven't watched it in a long time, but they all get, like, a weapon, 
like a like a secret box they have to open, and I mm-hmm. think it's like random. Ooh. And so some kids get like a gun, like a bat, like actual weapons, and then like one guy gets like a book, and one gets like a frying pan. And I'm just picturing, like, the sawfish being, like, the one that got the gun. Like, he has, like, a weapon of the ocean. And then all the other fish have, like, a book. <laughs> like, he actually has a weapon. He brought he brought the only weapon to this fight. No one else was prepared. No. Yeah. He kind of, he, like, weird flex, but okay, buddy. Like, you came in hot. <laughs> uh, but the, so the teeth that are along the rostrum, the saw, are not actually teeth. Uh, mm. They're what's known as dermal denticles. Hell yeah! Which like big energy skin teeth. I love that. Yeah, and they're they're basically just tooth shaped scales that are present in cartilaginous fish. And they would can... you rather have your teeth in your mouth or weird fake skin teeth on your outside? It's a good question because he also has teeth in his mouth. I was gonna say because like it's so far away from his mouth, it's such a weird. Yeah, well, because they're not teeth. Remember. <laughs> They're yeah, just, like, but like spiky bits. It's just a weird thing to have. Like if I, I think you're asking like if I could have like a weapon attached to my face. Sure. Would I do that? And the answer is yes, but I think it would not be a good choice for me long term. Like I think it would mm. be to my detriment because I would definitely injure myself and others. You would take up so much space just like sleeping, like on the bus. You know what it is? I would yeah, have never either. been able to play the trumpet. I don't even know what that looks like. <laughs> That's true. Actually, maybe I would have because his mouth is on the underside, so it's just been like burp. Uh, anyways, so those uh, those rostral teeth. How does the trumpet go? Burp. <laughs> goes, uh, excuse me, trumpet expert coming through. Real musician, babe. Uh huh. A burp. How's it go? A burp. A <laughs> uh, burp. Burp. Uh, so the rostral teeth will grow in size throughout their life, and if they lose them, they're never <gasps> replaced. No. So you got to be careful with what daddy gave you keep them secret keep them safe (laughs) gandalf said it and boy did we forget it so don't don't lose your teeth you need them keep them (laughs) don't lose your fake teeth that grow on your soft nose uh in the pristis genus the teeth Mm. run along the entire length uh but in the anoxypristis there's no teeth on the basal which means like close to the face the the last quarter of it of the rostrum. What? Yeah. So if you take a look at pictures, that's probably going to be your easiest way to tell the difference is what? looking at those differences. You can see if there's teeth along the whole thing or if they're missing from like the the bit close to the face. Yeah. That was very interesting. Um, it is. There's a range of number of teeth on each side. It's around 14 to 37 on each side. The females mm-hmm. in some species have fewer teeth than the males do. And in the case of the Pristis genus, those teeth are more like peg-like. Whereas the anoxypristis, those teeth are kind of flat, like triangles as well. This is so helpful because, like, normally when we talk about animals, it's just like, ah, sometimes they look different, but you'll never know. But whereas this man, he's got two different saw blades. Like, I can tell the difference between two different saw blades. I've right. got that. So two different brands at the store. <laughs> got that. Don't worry. One's the Home Depot, like, name brand, and the other one is, like made by Ryobi or something <laughs> did you do you remember in that like really hick place that we worked where uh we had that chainsaw that you could that just anyone could use did you remember that did you ever use it I never used it because I know I would cut a piece of me off yeah it was really scary so I another keeper was like hey meet me out we're gonna do something one day and we go to that weird backwoods area where there was just that big pile 
and mm-hmm. like the woods and mm-hmm. i come out there and she has she's like my size which is small and she has like a chainsaw and she's out there and i was like oh my are we gonna use this chainsaw she's like yeah and i was like have you ever used a chainsaw she said no and i said why did you invite me here right. to witness this and or be mm-hmm. the the murder victim uh-uh. Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't fuck with chainsaws. Yeah, no. it was so scary. I stood at least thirty five feet away. I was so freaked out. I was like, I don't think that they should allow us to use a chainsaw with no training. Maybe that's a crazy thing to say, but I stand by. No, it. I agree. <laughs> I stand by it. Okay, so back to this fish. Uh, its body is like I said. It's kind of got like a shark look to it, uh, in that it's very strong. It's very slim. It's got a flat <laughs> underside. It's got a flat head, and then it's got nostrils on the other side. But it's also got a man's mouth. Now, I don't know if you're looking at a picture of him, but I think you should. I am. Because he's got a man's mouth. We've like, talked a lot on this, sh- on this podcast about, like, men's features on animals and how it's always disconcerting. They, he just, just, like, what they do. <laughs> those, like, sh- those skates and rays. They do. They just they have that little, like. They all do that. They just, it's not even, like, a smug mouth. It's just sort of like a, hmm. He's got lips. Yes. That's what I mean. It's just sort of like, hmm. Like, if it's honestly, <laughs> it's like the Batman mask, but it's just the chin bit. So if you just take that for every single Batman and, and superimpose it on a picture of this guy, I bet you couldn't tell the difference. What is above it? Those are his um, nostrils. Those are his nostrils. Yeah, okay. those little holes. Yes. Imagine if that was his eye. His oh, oral. that's kind of... I was going to say cute, but what now if? that I look at it, I don't think I like it that much. Like, what if? <laughs> what in him? <laughs> don't understand him. The Pristis skin for the Pristis species is more sandpaper-y and rough, whereas the Anoxy Pristis is smooth. So again, if you come across one, make sure to look at the teeth on the on the blade. Make sure to rub their skin. You'll get a better idea for what's going on. Will it help you? No, but you might be a little better prepared if someone asks you what genus yes. attacked you. I sent you one photo. Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> this is always a crapshoot. It just looks like Oogie Boogie. <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> Why does it look like that? What is that from? What is the lighting? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Fucking Halloween horror. Also, he's missing a tooth. That ain't coming back. Fuck! <laughs> Homie lost a tooth. We told him to keep it secret. Oogie Boogie out here flailing losing his teeth oh okay so i did mention earlier that he had teeth in his mouth too what a amazing what a guy this guy's what a full guy of teeth. he's got between 88 and 128 <laughs> small blunt teeth Shit. on his upper jaw and then 84 to 176 on his lower jaw and he's these... more teeth than anything else <laughs> this man would you even believe that if you opened him up he was more teeth than anything else <laughs> not oh me oh my god that's not what i would think um, but these teeth either. are arranged in 10 to 12 rows on each jaw. So it's just teeth all the way down, I think. Like, all the way out to the teeth butt. Teeth all the way down. Um, it is said, though, that the teeth, they're um, they are kind of, like, blunt and flat. So apparently people say that they resemble a cobblestone road. Which, like... What the hell? Blimey! A cobblestone road, you say? That seems like an insult. I, I wouldn't hey, believe homie. that. Hey, <laughs> Your teeth look like a fucking cobblestone road. Bitch got road I'd teeth. I'd get braces <laughs> instantly. Babe, your teeth look like a street. <laughs> yeah, that hurts my feelings. <laughs> on the on the top side, though, he's got small eyes, and then behind those, he's got a spiracle. 
on either side and then he has five gill slits on the underside as well if you're looking at that nice the area they're kind of uh right near the good base for him you know pectoral fins yeah symmetry good for him about it unlike the sawfish so uh this is another way if you're looking at a saw shark i guess to tell the difference the saw shark also have uh these what's called like long barbels on their rostrum which are like the little yeah. mustache thingies um so the, the saw sharks have those the sawfish don't it's just another thing okay. to look for, I guess. No mustache. Um, Got it. The sawfish also have their distinct dorsal fins. They have the very like triangular wing-shaped pectoral fins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have... Yeah, he just kind of looks like a pierogi right there. Like, just that center Ooh, part. I love pierogies. <sighs> I don't really get them. They're just potato. Yeah, but they can be like cheese in there. And then you like serve them with like butter and sour cream. Yeah, but oh. it's so fat, right? Like, it's just... Oh, yeah, it's very dense. It, like, yeah. it'll stick to your gut, but it's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah. He's got pelvic fins, and then he has a tail with an upper and lower lobe, but he doesn't have any anal fins. Doesn't need them. Right. Who would have thought? He doesn't have time. He put way too much time into growing teeth and not enough into having anal fins. He Yeah, he, he grew a weapon on his face and, and just, it shows. like, forgot, <laughs> you know? It was, like, an afterthought. He's like, oh, maybe I should have done that. No time now. Sawfish also don't have a swim bladder, which is something that's common in bony fish, and it's what, like, aids in their buoyancy. But instead, he uses his oil-rich liver to control buoyancy. Good for him. I know, right? It's great. Way to be oily. The (laughs) oily boys unite. (laughs) I've got that oily skin and that oily liver. Mm, Combination. What's up? Uh, The males do have claspers. Yuck. Cool. And that's used in reproduction. Those are usually near their just the lower region and then the small intestines here's something interesting have an internal partition that's shaped like a corkscrew it's called a spiral valve and this is helpful because it increases the surface area available for food absorption so like really getting like the best bang for their buck i thought we were about to have another like duck moment and so i got really nervous when i first started that sentence but it's okay everything's cool it's just for absorption (laughs) we're all good okay don't worry uh, they're found pretty much across the world. In the water. In the water. In Killed it. tropical and subtropical waters, but they tend to prefer like the warmer, you know, the warmer ones. They're like beach babes. And cool. specifically, and they like to be in coastal marine waters and estuarine brackish waters, which are just the ones that are in an estuary. <laughs> what a fancy way of saying that. But they can adapt to fresh water because they're what's known as urahaline i think is how you say it uh Hmm. that just means that they can adapt to various salinities so it's a quality that they have where they can just like be like yeah that's fine i can make this work i guess like the different species have different shaped teeth yes i just sent you a photo and they oh i thought it was uh dildos yeah it was dildos (laughs) I thought for some reason that Google was like, I see that you're interested in sawfish. Would you like this dildo? Okay, so um, anything and then I except for that through. first one is going to shred you. Well, I clicked through because I was like, I, yeah, Google, I am kind of interested. And then I was like, actually, this is teeth shapes. And I was like, oh, well, fuck. Yeah, those are not Yeah, they've the definitely got dildos. like the dragon dildo energy. Yes. Um, they're a little sharp. Even the first one's got a severe point. It's a spike. It's a spike. If you go too far, you're going to puncture something. Um, you know, things it's got going for us. The flared base. Love it, that. They're all flared. I know. That's really good. Always important. Things 
in the in the con side because it doesn't have going for it they will all kill and shred so like <laughs> maybe avoid at there's all no details on if any of these vibrate either like it just doesn't oh. say so I guess good news it is... It also says not to scale, which is good because they look quite small. They look tooth-sized. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, less shredding um, if it's if it's smaller. But, if it's small. Okay, so like, I guess a plus side. If you use this, it's not going to get sucked up into your butt. If Downside, though, if you use this, it will kill you from the inside. <laughs> the blue one looks like a Christmas tree. <laughs> it does, and that one might be the worst. <laughs> because <laughs> they'll just get both it's, sides it literally looks like a chainsaw yikes yikes yeah i don't need i don't need a christmas tree in or around me i'll pass thank you though pass thank you though i'll pass thanks google but not now appreciate it but i'm good maybe later oh yeah. maybe when i was younger <laughs> maybe in another but life now. but now i'm just too old and too conservative yeah <laughs> just kidding okay the sawfish is usually found in shallow waters. They prefer depths cool. of less than 10 meters, which is about 33 feet. Um, you know, they just like to, like, hang out in a swimming pool. I can respect that. The babies yeah. are even babier, and they prefer even shallower water, so they really only hang out in areas that are 25 centimeters or 10 inches deep. Kitty pool. You gotta walk before you can run, you know? You gotta tread water right. before you can thrash around with a chainsaw attached to your face. That other classic mm. adage. <laughs> we all know that one. The, uh, the dwarf and the large tooth sawfish are the ones that typically prefer the warmest waters. They pretty much strictly live in warmer waters, um, but the rest, you know, can kind of vary. And then the habitats that they live in are usually the ones that have, like, a soft bottom to it. So it's got, like, mud or sand. Okay. Uh, but they can do others, too. But they kind of prefer those areas. And this is often in places that have, like, seagrass or mangrove is where you'll usually find sawfish. Now, again, cool. for comparison, if you find one, if you find yourself at 200 meters down <laughs> and you see what I'm you always, I'm literally sawfish, always there. And yeah. you're like, is that a sawfish? And you can't really, like, figure out what's going on. The answer is no. Uh, that's probably a saw shark. Also, what are you doing down there? Also, are you okay? Maybe? That's just where I hang out. That's where I like to go and think. <laughs> it's my meditation spot. Leave me alone. Um, so yeah, if, uh, if you see one in shallower waters, it's more likely to be a sawfish, but if you see one at those, like, deeper depths, then it's probably a saw shark. Mm, fun, okay. fun. They are predators, so they do eat, uh, other fish. They also eat crustaceans and mollusks, and... It would be a shame if they had a saw on their face and they didn't <laughs> use it for evil, you know? Right, yeah, he's kind of, like, pigeonholed into his destiny a little bit. Just a little bit. It was long thought, and again, this is why all those, like, old, dumb sailors who thought, they just like, made shit up. they thought a manatee was, like, a woman, and they thought the kraken yeah. was, like, trying to eat their ship, like, all those different things, just spreading lies, uh, they thought that sawfish were out to, like, kill humans and sink ships. They thought that they yeah. were just, like, there are old stories of them attacking, uh, humans, and there are also stories that uh, they would, like, use that saw to attack and cut up things that are, like, massive, like whales and shit. That's all well, He's a, a carpenter. <laughs> he's just, he's trying to make an he's honest living. He's building boats. He's not yeah. trying to, like, do murder. But, yeah, humans are too large to be considered a prey for them. Same thing with anything bigger than them. Like, they're just not going to put in the time. And they're actually quite nice around humans unless you fuck with them, which is the case Aww. for literally everything. Aww. Going into how they actually hunt. It's very mm -hmm. interesting. I figured that it had to do something or had something to do with that thing on their face, but, you know, 
Don't want to yeah, assume. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume it's like a metal detector for fishes. Honestly, that's very close. The rostrum and the head have thousands of sensory organs. Uh, they're known as the ampullae of Lorenzini, which are electroreceptors. Yeah. Big flex on the name. Like, I just, okay. Um, really fancy. And these are used to measure the electrical fields of prey so the areas that the prey are in they emit like an electrical field and then the sawfish can kind of like monitor that with all these sensory organs okay i didn't see that coming great twist when they're on the upper side of their rostrum these organs kind of like they can sort of give them the opportunity to see like a 3d image above themselves Mm. even in low visibility i thought this was like big daredevil energy i know you don't watch anything comic book related it means nothing to me yeah but to give you a rundown he was like a blind man and he kind of used like echolocation kind of things to like like see what's going on sure so he's just a a dolphin in a man outfit pretty much (laughs) cool (laughs) that was actually the last episode he takes his suit off and he's just a slippery man called it ah there it is spoilers sorry everyone but um yeah, so he can kind of just like project out and like see like the three D shit around him, which seems <laughs> fucking... that seems made up. It seems magical, but okay. It also just seems like he is buffed so hard. Like I just feel like he could <laughs> win the whole game. Like he's got a weapon. He has three D tactical vision. <laughs> he's got like... his like goggles on. Yeah, Jesus. he's unstoppable. So yeah, he, he uses his saw as an extension of that. So it's not just like on his head, but it's also on that rostrum. So it can it projects out farther than his body, and he can use it to kind of sense around him and see what's going on. This mm-hmm. is also the reason that they want to like be near you know, like a soft, flat surface because they stick really close to it, and then they kind of like you know hover over it around, and they use that saw to kind mm-hmm. of like look around at things, and it projects kind of up and out too, so that they. If they're close to the ground, they're not really, like, missing anything underneath them. And they can do this kind of, like, seeing above their head. They can do it up to a distance of 40 centimeters or 16 inches. So even in low visibility, they can still kind of, like, see what's going on around them, which is pretty neat. And then when it comes to actually feeding, they have three different techniques. So I'm going to name the first two, and I want you to guess what the last one is. Okay. Okay. First one is called the saw in water technique. The second one is called the saw on substrate technique. What do you think the third one is called? Saw and water. Mm-hmm. Saw and substrate. Uh-huh. Saw in space. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. I was like, what if she says in space? That was my first guess. It's actually pin. <laughs> Damn it. I was close. They really like threw us for a loop on that. The saw and water one is pretty much what it sounds like. And when they're in open water, they will rapidly swipe at the prey that they find to incapacitate them. And then they'll take them back to their bed, and then they eat them in bed. <laughs> they'll beat them to death and drag them to their lair. To, Got yeah, it. to their little bed. They'll get all tucked in, and then they'll eat them. Cute. How the fuck do they carry it around? They just they just like in his mouth, you know? It? Probably just Christ. like like herd him that way. It reminds me of me when I'm drunk at night and I grab a box of crackers and I herd myself into bed. That's about the same. And then we have the saw on substrate, which is the same thing, except they're doing that already in, like, a seabed. So they don't really mm. have to worry about the first part. Um, just kind of, like, thrash around and get something there, and then they eat it. The pin is exactly what it sounds like. Um, that's where they trap their prey between the saw on their head and the seabed. And then they swallow him head first. Nice. <laughs> Can you? That's my king. <laughs> just, like, squishes him, and then it's like... Slurp. Head first. Toot toot, bitch. 
this means though that their prey choice is limited by the size of their mouth right i mean they're not out here cutting (laughs) things up with that nose he can't hold a knife or a fork no and considering he's got a knife on his face and but the angle's all wrong you know he's not gonna be able to cut Mm -hmm. easily with that he can't slice at best maybe if he's lucky he chopped a fish in half but like that's it you know he's not gonna cut it up into little bits and so he really can only put in his mouth whatever fits the size of his man mouth and for sure yeah so that's why he just kind of like slurps it whole uh and this is also the reason that he's not out here attacking things bigger than him because boy not gonna be able to eat that it's just not gonna work uh there are again like i said old stories of them like attacking humans and whatever uh but they're really pretty much docile around humans there have been a lot of reports where they're just like eh whatever and for the most part they'll really only use their self-defense against predators like sharks and stuff that want to eat them Mm-hmm. And that saw comes in very handy for that, I will say. Uh, reproduction. They are considered ovoviviparous. So the females give live cool. birth to young, usually like once a year, once every two years. And not a lot is actually known about their reproductive habits. Um, that's pretty much the main thing that they know. They know that the males will reach sexual maturity at a younger age and a smaller size than the females do. There are differences across the species, of course. Um and with the mating process it actually involves with the male inserting their clasper uh at the pelvic fins um those are located at his pelvic fins and they do that into the female and that fertilizes the eggs mating ocean sex is so weird is weird and in the case of them it appears that it's like pretty rough uh the sawfish often sustain like tons of cuts all over their body from their partner's saw which makes well, sense yeah, like, right? <laughs> that's why you leave the chainsaws out of the bedroom <laughs> he cannot maneuver properly imagine if you're just trying to like get with it and then you and your partner both just have like a fucking, a fucking fucking saw attached to your arm and you're like man this is great but like i am sustaining some injuries i am taking some Hopefully damage I have, like a safe word <laughs> or or they're just like got that fucking like saw dildo and you're like this isn't working for me (laughs) right like if they're using those butt plugs that we saw earlier Mm -hmm. then they're already fine with this yeah that's true i suppose so yeah that's not a great thing right is getting cut up when you're getting drug up but i mean some people are into it that's true also maybe they're into it i'm sure they are well i'll make sure to ask next time i see one I just find a random sawfish in the ocean. I'm like, hey, are you into, like, kink stuff? <laughs> They're just like, um, bitch. <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> there were some situations through genetic testing where it's been shown that, at least in the case of the small-toothed sawfish, they can reproduce by parthenogenesis. So there's no male cool. involved, and the offspring are Perfect. ultimately clones of the mother, which we love Amazing. here at Flora and Fauna International. And then, uh, yeah, I mean... Like, scientists don't know a lot. Um, they don't know anything. The pregnancy does last for several months. There are anywhere between 1 and 23 babies in each litter. <laughs> and they're about 60 to 90 centimeters or 2 to 3 feet long when they're born. And in the case of the embryos, uh, the rostrum that they have is very flexible. And then after birth is when it starts to harden. So they're just out here with, like, mm. a noodle on their face. But then once they're out, it's like, yeah. you're locked in. Right. I mean, that makes sense, right? She's giving birth, like, live birth, and... To a knife. A face, yeah. (laughs) My baby came out with a knife attached to him. Like, give her a break. (laughs) Great. Throughout culture and history, they've had a really big uh, impact. They've, you know, been... People have been obsessed with these things. Obviously, look at them. They look insane. Uh, And so, Mm -hmm. 
The large-tooth sawfish was described by Carl Linnaeus in Systema Nature in 1758. He was one of the first species described in there. And, you know, that's a huge deal in, like, the zoological community. And uh, they were also mentioned in different texts and things anywhere from, like, 1800 to 2400 years ago. So people have been talking about hmm. this guy for a while. Yeah, they see that shit and they're like, we gotta write this down. <laughs> this is wild. In all fairness, though, if I saw that, I'd be like, yo, is anyone... Are we all aware right? that this is a thing? <laughs> I feel like people should know. But, like, know. what came first, the saw or the sawfish? Oh. Did we invent chainsaws because of it? Are all of our saws just, like, missing the back bit of the fish? Like, would they be better that way? I think so. Is this an endangered species because we've harvested their saw for our chainsaws? Um, the first half of your sentence is yes. The second half is no. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, yeah. Damn it. Uh, sawfish remains have been found pretty much all over the world, uh, including, like, the Persian Gulf region, Pacific coast of Panama, coastal Brazil, everywhere. And the significance, culturally, generally varies by the different regions. So the Aztecs had a lot of depictions of the, like, the saw part, like, the rostrum, as specifically okay. the sword of a monster in their culture. I'm probably going nice. to butcher it by saying it. Please, everyone forgive me. But I think it's called Chipotle? 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 I don't quite know. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to say it in a really low <laughs> low audio volume so you don't hear it. But he's actually pretty cool, too. I was doing some reading on him. And this man, this monster, he's a mm -hmm. uh, primeval sea monster. He's part cool. crocodile, part fish. Cool. Part toad. Whoa. Indefinite gender. Whoa. Always hungry. And every joint on his body is adorned with an extra mouth. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> I thought we agreed that we would never reveal our identities, and you literally just said everything about Described me. Described you to a T. Can you imagine every Why joint you on your body that? having a little mouth attached to it? I can, because it does. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do this? This is my reality. I just feel like, I, God, I'd never get any sleep. Always, like, groaning from somewhere. Constantly eating. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, this I'm teeth all the way down. Honestly, uh, so the the saw from the sawfish was seen like in that guy's hand is like his sword. Pretty cool. Ooh. In the case of um, in the Mayans, they sometimes found saw teeth or excuse me, sawfish teeth in the Mayan graves. Wow. Uh, they also saw them included in a lot of different like dancing masks and ceremonial wear. Mm. The Kuna people on the Caribbean coast of Panama and Colombia considered the sawfish the rescuers of drowning people. So I like this narrative. It's a little bit more positive. Cute. And they also thought that they were maybe protectors against dangerous sea creatures. Uh, they thought oh. that the sawfish contained powerful spirits that could protect humans from supernatural enemies. Love that. I feel like when Cthulhu, Godzilla, Kaiju, any of them mm -hmm. emerge from the oceans, like, yeah, I feel like... Having the sawfish on our side is going to be, like, a good person to use. Oh, yeah. And the eventual fight against sea monsters. Just, like, the final showdown. Yeah, for sure. Plus, he mm -hmm. seems like a chill guy, so it's probably fun to hang right. out with also. Uh, there's a lot of other examples all throughout, like, West Africa, uh, Asia. They were used in World War II. They're illustrations of sawfish placed on Navy ships. And these were symbols by both American and Nazi Germany submarines. There were, oh. like, there's just tons of them. They're all throughout culture. 
pretty much all across the world because they're found pretty much all across the world. They're pretty popular in aquariums as well. They do require a lot of room though. So if you're going to go to an aquarium and see one, right. it's probably got like a massive McFucking tank. So that's pretty neat. But you can, um, you know, they're not that rare in aquariums. You can see them. You can't have like a single 90 degree angle in that tank. He's stuck. <laughs> what is he going to do? He's just like me when I was first learning how to play halo back in 1998 or whatever the fuck oh my god and i was there you're terrible. jumping in a corner <laughs> that would be him he'd be stuck i've since gotten slightly better <laughs> slightly slightly better we played hmm. what was it connectimals and i was bad at it <laughs> we were both really bad because that game was really fucking hard. okay the frisbee game though too hard I don't know why they had no, to make the it so bears hard. No, the bears climbing the totem poles? Also very impossible. hard. <laughs> impossible. I don't know why they made it so hard. That's supposed to be for fucking kids. It's fucking And I'm a woman. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been a huge decline of sawfish. Getting to that Aww. conservation situation. <clears throat> yeah. And they were once very common, pretty much all over the world, but they've now declined drastically. And most of them are considered critically endangered. Uh, which isn't great. So they've got a lot of different threats. The biggest one is fishing, right, for various oh, reasons. Um, they also get caught, like, in bycatch with nets and things like that. But for the most part, when they are... Right, their face. Yeah. Well, they've got a fucking saw. They've got a thing that gets caught in nets stuck to their face. Yeah. So it's going to happen. Uh, when they are fished for, though, they're used in shark fin soup. Even though they're not a shark, they're, like, one of the most popular specimens to use in shark fin soup. Fucked up. Uh, they're also used in traditional medicine. Their rostral teeth are used as cockfighting spurs. I didn't know that. Uh, what? The saw is sold as a novelty item. Wait, what? Yeah. The the teeth are used in cockfighting spurs. Spurs. Yes. I thought the rooster had its own spur. They do, Does but it? I think that, like, sometimes you see them, like, attached, like, as an extra sort of, like, weapon in cockfighting. That's cheating! It's also terrible. <laughs> the hell it was really fucked up yeah the saw like i said is used as like a gift like a novelty item oil from their liver is used for boat repairs and street lights like fuck what the fuck it's so fucked up in 2007 it was at the time at least like who knows what inflation is like now but the saw if you were able to collect a saw you could get it uh in kenya you could get five thousand dollars for it in u.s money uh and then in 2014 if you had a single rostral tooth for like the cockfighting spurs, you could get, or this is in like Peru or Ecuador, you could get paid two hundred and twenty dollars, USD. Like that's wow, insane. That's so sad. But yeah, fishing is the big one. I already mentioned nets and bycatch are huge. Um, I mean, conservationists commonly say that the saw of the sawfish is basically his Achilles heel, since it's the Which thing. Is rhino horn. Yeah, man. it gets easily entangled in nets. It's a weird yeah. prized possession. People get so fucking obsessive over, like, weird animal traits that they, like, kill them, you know, for the... It's just fucked up. And because oftentimes when they do get stuck in nets, it can be really difficult to get them out because they're freaked out, you know, and it can be really like, dangerous entangled. to try to do it. Yeah. Instead of just doing that, people just kill them instead. Uh. So even if they had a chance to get out, people are like, no, we'll just kill them. It's fucked up. Uh, uh, they used to be, the five species used to be spread out over like 90 countries, but today they've disappeared from over 20 of those. Uh, mm. Northern Australia coast is one of the only remaining strongholds of four of the species, but even still, they're declining there. And 
Shark and Rays Australia, um, S-A-R-A is the acronym, they're doing a citizen science investigation to understand the historical habitats of the sawfish, and so citizens can report their sightings online, which is always cool. Like, we've mentioned those a cool. couple times, and I just think that's, like, amazing. People can get involved if they if they're interested. I think that's so cool. But yeah, they're, I mean, obviously dealing with, like, a lot of shit and fucking sucks. Humans are the worst, and <laughs> makes me really sad. Weirdly enough, so, like, Florida, you know, is, like, a cesspool for, like, weird shit and gross people. For sure. Weirdly enough, the Florida population of sawfish retains one of the highest genetic diversities in the world. Aww. I know. It's crazy. It's because they love their ocean shit down they there, man. Do. They don't fuck around. And those populations shit. have been observed not only to have stabilized, but they they look like they're starting to increase a little bit. Um, but they are kind oh. of, like, stuck in that area around Florida. So there's been a lot of, like, recovery efforts in Florida to try to deal with that. Mm. A recovery plan for the small two sawfish has been in effect since 2002, and it's been strictly protected in the United States since 2003, where it was added to the Endangered Species Act, and it was the first marine fish to be added to that. Now, this basically makes it illegal to harm, harass, hook, or net uh, sawfish in any way, except for if you have, like, a permit or you're in a permitted fishery, and the fine is up to $10,000 for the first violation. So just harming one, you can get fined $10,000, which is great. If you yeah. accidentally catch one, the sawfish has to be released as carefully as possible, and there's, like, a lot of how-to guides on how to do that for uh, fishermen in that area so that they can do that safely, which I think is great. Like, what a, you know, if you provide people with education right. and you're not shitty about it and you, like, make it easy to do, then it's probably going to happen. I think that's great. And you charge them $10,000 <laughs> yes, if you don't? Yes, also that. There's, like, definitely a carrot and there's definitely a stick. <laughs> You have to have both. There was an attempt in 2003 to also add the large-toothed sawfish to the Endangered Species Act, but that was denied, uh, partly because huh. the species doesn't even live, like, in the United States anymore, which kind of fucking sucks. Oh. It was added in 2011, though, and all of the other species were then added subsequently in 2014, and that restricts trades right. in, uh, that restricts the trade with them in parts of the United States. Right. There is a story that, again... Florida, just showing how amazing it is. In 2020, a fisherman in Florida, Florida used a power saw to remove... Not in me. Don't you dare bring my name into this. <laughs> it was inside me. Know, sorry. In 2020, a Florida fisherman used a power saw to remove a small tooth sawfish's rostrum uh, and then released what? the main fish back into the ocean. Oh. He subsequently received a fine, community service, and probation. I think he should have been skinned alive. I think we should have cut his nose off and released him into the ocean. <laughs> Punishment fits the crime. What an asshole. Like, I just don't fucking get it. Anyways, I'm getting fired up. I don't either. They're so, like, crazy looking. Like, they're so just, like, majestic. Like, I feel like seeing them in the ocean would be, like, in the wild would be so cool. And then to think that you just, like, slaughter you it. You just come in and cut its fucking face off. Okay. Thanks. That's so fucked up. It's super. Since 2007, all sawfish species have been listed in the site's appendix one that prohibits international trade uh, of them and their parts. And uh, there was an exception, and that was in the Australian population, which was pretty big at that point. That was still like growing of the large tooth sawfish only. So they were listed specifically in the site's appendix two, which allowed trade to public aquariums only. Um, So there was Hmm. a little bit different for them for a while, but. You know, that kind of moved out of that since then. 
Mm-hmm. And, I mean, pretty much beyond that, like, it's just a matter of trying to preserve their habitat. I mean, habitat loss, of course, in the ocean is huge for everyone. Climate change obviously affects that. And basically people coming in and, like, chopping off their fins and their noses isn't helpful either. So that's been no, tough could, to overcome. No, we could all do without yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be nice if we could maybe skip that part. There are a lot of research projects that are aimed at the sawfish in uh, Australia and across North America. And there are a few in other continents as well. The uh, Florida Museum of Natural History has an international sawfish encounter database. And that's where people worldwide can report oh. any sawfish encounters. And Whoa. yeah, it's a, it's a cool place. You can like basically go and, and share your information about about sawfish and you can also not only like if you see them but you can also report whether you saw like if it was living or if you've seen sale for rostrums in a shop or online so you can report like those bad Ooh, deeds tattle fuck i know yeah. i love that <laughs> and then of course the data that's gathered is used by biologists and conservationists and they use this to evaluate their habitat range and abundance around the world so it's a great way to get everyone involved and to hopefully make some changes uh as part of our tattoo contest we, you know, donated the money raised for sawfish to sharkadvocates.org, and that was on behalf of one of our patrons had suggested that. So, you know, we're doing our little part as well. If you guys want to help out the sawfish, you can also consider donating. You can also, if you want to, depending on your place around the world, maybe you can take part in some of those citizen science projects, or, you know, you can make sure to, like, support other organizations, or even just, you know generally adding to the health of the ocean overall is good for everyone mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah don't fucking litter don't litter that's a great one if you go fishing take everything that you used back with yeah, you. yeah that's a great one reduce your single-use plastics you know all that good stuff uh try meatless mondays that helps mitigate climate change all that stuff everyone knows this this is all easy stuff that we can all integrate into our daily lives uh and then you can also of course i mean there's like Tons of ecotourism, depending on where you live in the world. So if you're going to participate in something like that, make sure you do your research and don't do anything that involves, like, weird encounters or you get, like, a weird artifact from your animal or, like, anything like that. Like, ecotourism can be great, but it can also be really bad. So just make sure you do your research. And even helping just spread information about the sawfish can be really helpful, too. So that's pretty much it. That's all I got on him. He is an interesting man. He's not as violent as you might think. And he's got, I don't know. No, I mean, it definitely could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. I think, I think people just see something that's different and amazing and then they're like, oh, let's kill it. And I think that that's There's a little babby one and it's adorable. Oh, I forgot to mention, they are, again, throughout like media, there have been like some stuff like all throughout history and culture and stuff. I didn't see an octonauts, though. That was one of the first things I looked at. They had a swordfish. The fuck? I I was like, what the heck, man? This is what I came here for, octonauts. Maybe they're working on it, you know, season six or whatever. Yeah, well, they will now that they've heard us talk about it, because they (laughs) they listen. You know what? They're probably just like, can you give us a fucking break? (laughs) We've covered every weird animal in the ocean. Can you bitches get off our asses? No. (laughs) No. All right, so TLDL for the sawfish. Also known as the carpenter shark. These guys are a cartilaginous fish. They're in the family of rays. They're actually a ray. They're not a shark. Get your facts straight. Uh, And then they're in a couple different genera spread out across the world. They basically live all over the world in different types of tropical and subtropical waters. And unfortunately, 
they've been almost hunted to extinction, so they're not quite as abundant as you might have seen in the past. Yeah. But you can still see them in some places, and there's a really good population off the coast of Florida, supposedly. Allegedly. They do have a bunch of, like, very distinct characteristics, namely the saw attached to their face. This is an extension of their nose. It's called the rostrum. And so it comes out of their face, and on the sides you have, like, different spikes coming out of it. They're not actually teeth. They're called rostral teeth, and they're made of kind of that same cartilage. And they also have teeth in their mouth. So they use that saw mainly for protection, but they also use it to aid them in hunting. They are predators, so they'll eat different types of fish and crustaceans and mollusks. And they can actively pursue them, so they can kind of just, like, slash at them and then try to eat them. Or they can trap them against something and slurp them up. Both really powerful ways of eating your food. I mean, just dominant energy. <laughs> really huge. Like, I bow down to you, my queen. They're pretty big, also. Uh, they can get up to 23 to 25 feet, or 7 to about 7.5 meters those are the largest species. So they get pretty big. They got a bunch of those different fins and things like that. But again, if you see them, you're probably going to see that saw, and that's going to be the biggest thing. They tend to stick mm -hmm. to more shallow waters, whereas the commonly confused with uh, saw shark tends to stick to deeper waters. So that's a quick, easy way to tell the difference. Reproduction-wise, they are ovoviviparous. So the female gives live birth once, or, once a year or once every two years, and the males use their claspers to reproduce with them. It's a whole thing. They get cut up. Not pleasant. Or maybe it is. Who knows? All throughout history, they've been a really big part of different cultures. And since they had such a big range around the world, those cultures, you know, kind of just went with it. Like they had different things, like they had uh, the rostral teeth in Mayan graves, or they had mm -hmm. sawfish ornamentation on ceremonial masks, or they had part of their like myths and legend the saw as being like a blade one of these things holds so it's like all over the world you're going to see lots of representation of the sawfish but unfortunately that also contributed to its general decline and endangerment they're really popular in public aquariums but people also love the weird things out in nature and so a lot of them have been hunted for their fins for shark fin soup even though they're not sharks uh, their saws have been cut off for collectors' items. They can sell, like, the little rostral teeth for cockfighting spurs, which is fucked up, and I didn't even know that was a thing. And people can get a lot of money for it. So, unfortunately, there's a really big market for the sawfish, and there's a lot of brutality committed against them. Uh, Flora mentioned earlier in the episode it's similar to how, like, a rhino will get its horn chopped off of its still-living face uh, and then taken and then just left to die. That kind of is exactly what happens to the sawfish, too. So it's really fucked up. And we as people need to stop doing that. So if you guys want to help out, there's a lot of things you can do. Uh, as part of our tattoo contest, Flora and I donated uh, the money that the uh, people that participated donated to us to put towards sawfish conservation to sharkadvocates.org. So you can check that out if you're interested. Uh, you can also just generally contribute to the health of the ocean and, you know, not be a douchebag and buy things that are from a sawfish. That's a really good way, too. They're not in octonauts, so there's that. But, <laughs> but maybe they will be, hopefully. But that's it. Thanks, everyone, for joining us this week, learning a little bit more about an ocean boy. We hope it was yeah. a little bit spooky. I think chainsaws are spooky. Like it, yeah, it's like... I don't use them. Yeah, they're terrifying. <laughs> it's like Texas Sawfish Massacre was the alternate title, maybe, that they had. Right. Toby Hooper was like, I'm torn. What'll it be? <laughs> Flipped a coin, you know? Just couldn't make the decision itself, so he had to... Landed right on Chainsaw. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, well, maybe the sequel. <laughs>
but yeah thank you everyone for joining us we're hoping you're all having a wonderful spooky october and if you want to hear more episodes you can check us out on all major podcasting platforms as well as keeperchatpodcast.com we have all the episodes listed there you can also follow us on our social media on facebook instagram and twitter we're very active on all of those and we like to keep you guys up to date with all the fun new hacks so make sure to follow us there for all of that um, we also do what's called Rat Rave. If you guys can leave a rating and a review on iTunes or Podchaser, then we will donate $5 to the conservation organization of our patrons' choice. It's a really great, easy way to donate to conservation. You basically don't have to do anything, and you get to do something great for an animal. So it's a great opportunity. Make sure you do that. We would love you forever. Also, forever. and the biggest thing, is that we really encourage you all to join us on patreon.com slash keeperchat. Everyone who joins Patreon.com gets access to bonus episodes. They get access to our Discord server where you can talk to us every day. We have book clubs. We have recipe sharing. We've got yoga that happens sometimes. We watch movies. We share memes. It's a whole thing. There's something for everyone. Everyone's really supportive and wonderful. It's a great community, especially during quarantine. So we highly recommend checking that out. So please join us on Patreon.com slash KeeperChat. Consider joining uh, the group of amazing patrons, and your support for the show goes towards supporting us, making sure that we can continue doing this. We don't advertise in any way, uh, and so you supporting the show through this allows us to keep it ad-free, and we appreciate it. Yay. Okay, well, that's it. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll <laughs> chat with y'all later. Bye. 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 Bye.